Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. Good morning. You see I put a title on there. Aren't you excited? That means that we are constantly evolving as we had hoped. You hear that? That's me. Turning to a blank page starting this day, not with blank thoughts, but with a blank page. And I put a title on there. The title was Wake Up Fighting. No, no, it wasn't. (laughs) I was trying not to say that. Look at it. It still came out. Wake Up Planning. I didn't want to say that. But that's what I did. I woke up fighting the plan, y'all. Because um, last night, I was, last night, yesterday, was the time when my week switches when I know like all my burn days for the for the week are, are done and my Thursday is my such is such the accountability day that I really woke up fighting all the things that I have to do when I wake up on Thursday. Like the time that I wake up, the things I have to do immediately, the plan that I have to have. And I really woke up fighting that plan. I was like because I am, it's one of those days I want to get started early, but I shouldn't get started too early because I know that I have to go long and go late. And so I try to cut short my Wednesday because Wednesday is like my Saturday or my Sunday rather, because Thursday is such a grueling day um, in every aspect of everything that I do. And I'm fight. Another part I'm fighting is because just yesterday, I decided to do a little something different in my routine uh, of my face care, skin care, and I used something. I was like, oh, this has been sitting around a while. Why haven't I used this in a while? Let me go ahead and try it. And it made me, I had kind of like, a, I guess, a reaction to it. I don't know if it opened up a pore or I went out too soon after doing it. It made me susceptible to that viral infestation that goes around called the common cold, <laughs> okay? And so, and, and all day yesterday, I'm like, it's like the minute I did it, I felt it. It's like, uh-oh, you know, you just you feel off. And so this morning when I woke up, that, that I swear to you, your guys, and I, I felt it when it hit me. I know where and, and what point in my body it entered, and that's the part right now. That whole side of my body is like, oh my God, it's it's wreaking havoc. You're like, wait a minute, we just woke up. We're not trying to hear how the common cold enters the body. But I knew the very minute because it was one of those where I probably should have rinsed. And I'm like, oh wait, I did something a little different there, right? I was trying to leave it on a little bit longer. Next thing you know, it's like, oh wait, what's that? That felt like a germ went in. Like I could feel it literally make its way into my body because <laughs> you know i'm telling you if you if you pay attention to yourself long enough you know you whether you shake somebody's hand somebody coughs around you and i, I don't mean sound like a germaphobe or nothing like that but i it's so rare uh in the occurrences that i do feel bad that i can go back and pinpoint the moment it happened like oh my god i should have washed my hands after that Coffee, pretty nice, especially when I go out networking, you shake hands and things like that. But no, literally just yesterday, and I know uh, I decided I'm going to use this product in my in my face care, and I know I probably should have did that maybe like before bed instead of oh I got some time oh and then I'm going to run out of the house and and that's just going to make it worse. The minute I went out of the house, in fact, the minute 
I'm rem- I can feel it sitting. Because, you know, for me, it's a lot goes on in the tip of my nose. I don't know if that's a human nature thing, but it's like that little twinge in the tip of your nose where you, you go and you take that hand that's been, you know, it's you know how your nose itch, especially for those of us that go live. You know how you see people when they go live, all of a sudden the eyes itch, nose itch, and you feel something on your nose, or you, you they're moving their hair, and you're like, oh, that's, that's why I like to just do podcasts, right? Especially with my first thoughts in the morning, just out of bed. I'm like, y'all ain't trying to see all of this, but I can't do a podcast, how to get out of bed and be fully dressed. Well, I want to get to that point. In fact, uh, later on today, I have to do one and I'm going to like, um, be, I'm going to go live when I record it. But anyway, and I want to evolve to that, you know, get up, put on the full face of makeup and go how to get out of bed. I don't know if that's going to happen. Y'all we, we, a full-on book two into this. I'm sitting here, honey. I got on. I don't do the bonnet, but I got some some got some stuff on the head. Glasses sitting up. Y'all don't need all this description. <laughs> Talk about wake up fighting. Um, but I called it wake up planning because I was I woke up fighting the plan. I really woke up fighting the plan. I'd hoped to sleep um, a little bit longer than I did. Let me write that down. I didn't. Dog, I guess planning is fighting on it. Let me see. I'm about to write something else on here. I'm writing down because we create a word cloud with this. If this is your first time and you're trying to figure out, okay, what is this? You saw it on my timeline, a friend's timeline. Somebody tagged you in it. Just hang out. I'm going to explain what it all is fighting. <laughs> and I didn't want to say wake up fighting because when you wake up fighting, that means that you didn't, you didn't end the day the day before. And I'm like, I, I kind of ended the day. And then I, that's how I came up with planning because I ended the day according to plan. But how, what's the what's the biggest fight that we have? We fight the plan. We fight how to do something. I woke up fighting because I woke up with these mentions. Somebody invited me to this group, y'all, that, you know, own has gone 99% black. We already know, right? Well, they started this thing called Black Women Own the Conversation. <sighs> Y'all, <laughs> somebody invited me, and y'all know I don't do well. You already know I don't do well. So somebody asked a question, a simple question. Would you date some, somebody that was impotent, right? And I'm like, and see, this is, this is problem number one, okay? If you are not single, why are you in the conversation about dating? <laughs> like, really? That's what, so, and they, and, and now mind you, this is a conversation and a question, a query, particularly being asked to black women is what this group is supposed to be. It's, I don't know what, I don't know who the admins are letting in there, but cause especially at a time and, and, and I hope it's a truly a owned, owned group. Because we know, you know, the Russians and the data miners, you know, Mark Zuckerberg put out the great commercial. Hey, listen, the Russians came over and got all this information. If you got a business, you need to come and get this information too, right? And uh, I keep saying that time when Mark Zuckerberg testified to Congress, I told y'all, that was the biggest commercial Facebook ever did. That was the biggest opportunity Facebook ever did to let everybody know that he is the master of the data. And I keep telling y'all the internet was only created for one reason, and that is to data mine. The money came, the money was, the money was, well, 
it's time and money, right? So anyway, so there's this group called Women Own the Conversation because there's this TV show now on OWN. I tried to watch one episode. I was like, oh, no, this is about to go down that wormhole. Because I tell you each and every day, a woman could have saved, a woman, women, a girl could have saved the world yesterday. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And it's not going to happen today. I've been blogging 17 years about women, and it's just not going to happen. I'm also producing Leading Women Podcasts. This is why you wake up fighting, because nobody fights the plan more than women. So anyway, somebody asked a simple question. Would you date somebody that was impotent? Or what, what, what did he say? It, and he gave another thing. Or, or do you have to? Basically, would you, if the person had all these other qualities and that was just a missing piece and, you know, everybody was on there like, uh-uh, no, whatever. And I was like, and I simply said, um, but we're single, even though all of these things already exist. So clearly... The answer is no, because people make sexuality a large part of the conversation, even though those who are coupled rarely, rarely become intimate. Okay, that's not even they that's like that. That's that really that falls out of the equation so fast. When you got to sit down with somebody and do bills, you ain't really and, and go over bills and then and that part. That makes you <laughs> running the household with somebody takes all takes takes and I'm just talking I'm talking to single people y'all can tweet me at dryer buzz I don't I, let me know what you think okay so I simply said but we're single what does that tell you right like I mean it's been it's a widely quoted often given in every scenario stat about black women largely single, right? Whether you're with somebody and y'all together this week, next week, fighting, whatever, I don't know. Whether y'all been together 30, 40, 50 years, that ain't, that is, that's not the thing. It's like, it said, would you date? And I, I, I don't think that, and this is, this is the, like I said, the number one problem we keep having is those that aren't single keep coming into not only the scenario, the question, but the entire scenario. They don't print. They don't present these things up front to the single people. You know, they wait till you get invested, and then they go, "Well, you know, I was kind of, kind of, you know, I'm trying to decide between." And can can the single people have this? So anyway, because I said we, somebody then proceeds to answer, "Well, I'm not single." I the game look gave me the I I don't know if they was the, they got a man. I can't remember if this a man or what. Because we already talking about the, the whole LGBTQIAP. Like, how many more letters y'all need to describe what's going on there? We're going to dial y'all back to Q+. Okay? I've said it today. It might not be a thing for another five years. Because you got to wait. For, I don't mind being a pioneer at all. I know it takes me. I know how to keep saying it. Y'all are Q+. Because we are confused. Y'all don't took every letter. What, 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 what letter is left? Do we even have H for heterosexual? Is that all we get? Then people want to know, well, well, you know, we got, I'm not finna fight y'all over these alphabets. I'm not. All right, y'all can have Q plus and we'll just be what, H I don't know. Why do we have to be? It's like, why? <laughs> why? It's like, it's like, and I, and I get it. We need it because, you know, in a, in a discussion, 
about people being single. Here comes this person trying to need to tell the world they're not single. Well, you said we. Okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you think my we is all of us. See, people keep saying we're not monolithic, but hmm. Right. I'm glad she saw me say we and she was like, but I'm with you, sister. But no, you're not because you, you're not single. So can we have this? We can't even have this conversation. Go over there with the people that's not single. OK. And I'm like, but yet we, are we going to get stuck here? We can't even like answer the question. Well, you said we in a forum. Right. Because it's a whole bunch of it's a whole bunch of discussions going on in the forum. Why you got upset? Because we over here talking about being single. Okay. I'm like, what? Why? And then not only that, you pro- you had to see my comment to a, to a discuss. You had to, you, I mean, you had to throw all these comments to find something for you to fight about. Because this ain't your fight. And you certainly don't want to get in a, a text war with me. I'm like, because, you know, hey. I love a good one. And I was like, and I was like, don't make this difficult. Please, let's not get caught up on this one word, we. And just, like, why? <laughs> anyway, I'm stuck. Let's write that, stuck. So then, and mind you, when I started watching the episode, I noticed, oh, Lord, here's so It was taped in Atlanta. It was taped in Atlanta, so half the people you already know on this on this show and on this episode, and I keep telling y'all, Atlanta, we need to just stop watching television. We need to get, like, New York and L.A. and, you know, like, just stop watching because all the extras and all the participants, it's like, they're on your timeline. You're like, oh, Lord. So, anyway, I couldn't even get through the first episode, and I think these things are going to continue because, listen, that and, and rather than bash it, which might sound like I'm doing, I just know I can't participate. I cannot participate because that's not where I am. I am beyond seeking externally for things that I need to know about people who look like me and of my gender. I, I'm not in search of where black women ought to be. I'm not in search of where black women Now, yes, I'm having part of that discussion on leading women, but if you listen to a leading woman, we're all about getting beyond that because... And I continue to say this because those are the, all these questions that are in this thing going on on this show and in this thing. These are questions that should be you should answer within one generation. Now, mind you, I understand that's the first broken chain and the first broken link. And I said that I'm write that down: chain and link. As we are also uh, diving in on, on leading women podcast, we're also diving in into 1619, and I understand that. But I remember, of course, over the years, I have been asked to participate on panels and write books and contribute to this anthology or, or that one and so forth. When it comes to talking about confidence, okay, let me write that down because that's what it's about: self-esteem. Now, mind you, mine gets challenged here and there. But I got that one, I got that, what they call that one touch. Angela talked about that one touch, that one generation. I'm going to ask auntie, first and foremost, right? Because we know we don't ask our moms, right? That's something we don't do. Because we, because we, mom is a picture show. Mom is is something we've been, we've been dialed into that since day one. We like, well, I don't know what's going on there. Okay. It feeds me, provides me, takes care of me. But, you know, it's. 
That's the first broken chain, first broken link. Because you, first of all, it takes a lifetime to realize, well, damn, I was born to my best friend. It takes y'all, and listen, if you still have your mother and you still walking around here, you like, uh-uh, because I was that person. Like, no, mm-mm. Uh, 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 oh, you look like your mom. No, no, I don't. You act just like your mom. No, I don't. You speak just like your mom. No, I don't. Man, you and your mom. No, it was uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure my children are doing the same thing. Let me grab my lemonade. I'm pr- okay. Grab that one because I spiked that. We gotta go get some more lemonade, y'all. <laughs> but and I'm pretty sure my girls do the I did. I I did hella radio shows, hella panels, hella everything. Uh, and and I used to ask them, did you ask your mother? I remember having a young lady. We did a series of young women who were in search of their father. And we did it with the, the fatherless, uh, ge- fatherless Generation Foundation organization. And we uh, had every fourth, what was it, fourth Sunday, we talked about fatherhood because we realized that in America, people are crippled, crippled with the absence of fatherhood. The minute that absence happens, you become handicapped to a certain degree, especially where there is no stepfather. And unfortunately, in the African-American community, uh, where by and large, America is stepfather driven. It is stepfather driven. Okay. You know, somebody got a daddy. Ask him. Is that your, is it, you can ask. Yeah. And I guarantee you more often than not, it's going to, the stepfather scenario is going to come into play. Even if the names are the same, because that's the first myth. There's there's a dictate, there's a construct in America that when a stepfather immediately comes into place, all the names have changed to give the illusion, illusion, whichever one, help me out, tweet me on that one, uh, that the household is uh, of one, sound family. But you will find out the names have been changed in America. It is, and we're talking data here. I ain't talking about how you learn the field, drive bus field. We're talking data here. In America... Uh, it is a construct that that happens, and it happens nearly three times. So your good your good friend who you looking in, man, they got a daddy. It's probably the third daddy, and the third name change, right? Okay. Unfortunately, that's not some that's not part of that construct. Doesn't lend itself to African American or Black communities, um, because women don't often as many times if if marry don't often remarry and marry to the extent of three times. Now I realized this was a thing when I had to fill out this document once and a good government document. Okay. Good government documents will let, and see this, why the government don't even know government don't even know they got all this data. They, I swear to you, they don't know they got this data, right? What do I do each and every day? I, I, I watch who has the data. I watch who's trying to get the data. I'm out here trying to get the data because I want people to come to me and give me money for data. Right. How on, on y'all's behavior, how y'all, why do I do, how to get out of bed, a seven-day-a-week podcast? I'm, I'm data mining right here and now. You hit that like button, don't go unlike it, but you hit that like button. We have different discussions, um, podcasts that you most listen to when we talk about your self-esteem and your confidence. That's why I can be out here telling people, oh, you can't come to black women like that, right? That's not going to last too long because we don't stay there. We don't stay down, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm like, here's how we act. Like, I, I'm not going to stay. Like, everybody's trying to watch Queen Sugar. I'm not going that deep. Okay, but help me out. Don't let me lose focus. Don't let me lose focus. Don't let me lose focus. Give me back. So, now I done lost the place. But where was I? Tell me. Come on, tweet me real quick at Dryer Bus. Because I really need it. I lost focus. 
I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> it's it's just like that. But we talk we're talking about oh the step parenting. Okay, so you gotta bring me back. So each Sunday we would have someone come on and talk about their journey of finding their fatherhood. And so I filled out this one good government document. That's what I was. I filled out this really good government document. And as a woman, on the gender of the woman, when it got to the mom part, it had for the mom to fill out these three times she had done this this scenario, procedure. And I'm like, what? It literally wanted... The three, not the not the current husband. They wanted the one before that, and the one before that, right? I was like, they made room on this form, long as hell, good government form, for her to put all that information. I'm like, wait a minute, everybody here, there everybody here that don't have one, okay, and probably never gonna have one. Raise your hand, okay. Not to look, I'm gonna say we, right? And then everybody here got three, because customarily. The construct is you must marry early. You must marry early. Now, that one's probably going to fail because the construct is you must marry early. So, therefore, you must remain above the poverty line. That's America. That's an American thing. America has had enough recessions and depressions that that's the construct. Okay? You must marry early. We're talking 17, 18, 19, or whatever age is legal. That's why there's a legal age for marriage, you must marry at that point, okay? Knowing that that one's going to fail, but forever and a day from, from day one, you are above the poverty line, hopefully, right? Because those below the poverty line seem to be the ones that marry more often, right? That one's going to fail, but immediately the second one is readily and available. That one's going to fail. Immediately the third one, y'all ever see how these, some of these people operate? The third one, you tie, y'all, you, you done. You're not divorcing no more. We're gonna, you're gonna put up with everything else. It's like, but all of it was basically to help you maintain above, live above the poverty line. I know if y'all got comments and things like that. Know that I'm broadcasting, and we're gonna come back and get in those comments afterwards, uh, and so forth. And that we are recording this for, we are recording this live, um, for, and the dog is just snoring. Uh huh. We're recording this live. And it's going to end up on the podcast platform. So then I get over there to the man and the male, the father or whatever. And it's not asking all of that. And I'm like, okay, but why? I'm confused because this, okay, so it's a construct that the woman must marry three times. That's three men. So why is it only asking this? Why are they data mining all that information of the woman and the men? And I can't remember. I don't think it asked that. I know, if, in fact, I particularly know. They just wanted to know the current information or the father, whichever, I guess, whoever the information you decided to put there um, and so forth and so on. But that's that's where we are. That's that's the plan. And on the other side of the spectrum, I guess we over here fighting that plan. But that that goes on. There's so many, oh, uh, back to the group. And one of the things is because we have to spend so much time in these groups. And y'all, if you follow me on on any f- platform of social media, particularly Facebook, you know one of my pet peeve has been these quote-unquote safe space groups that women have created and how they police them and control them and how many times, how soon, you know, we always start the clock. And how fast I'm going to get kicked out. So, I, in fact, as a matter of fact, I can't even start a conversation 
in the, I don't know who can start a conversation. I guess you have to be in the group. Somebody invited me, and it's, I've been approved. Oh, no, I'm, I, I probably hadn't even been approved yet, because I think it said uh, over the course of 10 days. Uh, I'm like, it said there was an invite, because I was like, why am I seeing? Because I'm like, I don't need, I think I want to watch the show, but all of a sudden I was seeing the discussions going on in the group. And I saw who added it. it finally, I just looked into it. I'm like, it's a, okay, this person added me. So, and it said, accept the invite or decline the invite. And then it said, I would see the, or see this activity for like 10 days. But see, I don't know if y'all saw, y'all were at, and I'm pretty sure whoever started this group were not at the Mark. I wasn't there either, but I watched it. It was broadcast. Um, Mark Zuckerberg a couple of years ago did, and it, his, one of the developers conference were all around um, the groups and how they were going to encourage the groups because they realized that some of these groups were massing, amassing, uh, was, they were growing to, by leaps and bounds where many of them unexpectedly had millions of members. And so Mark, those groups that had millions of members and these large numbers of memberships invited them. I think they went to Chicago. I know it didn't take them all the way to the West Coast. I think they went to Chicago and then he made this announcement. You know, he, he propped them all up there and, and told them, you know, great job because they had done something on Facebook that Facebook hadn't even intentionally allowed to happen. And this wasn't what Facebook was for because Facebook thought connecting you with your your friends and your ex-lovers and your schoolmates and all that was about the business but that turned out not to be the business because you know y'all ain't make y'all wasn't making them no money being friends and family right so they realized wait we making why why is all this money coming in um by by these ads and all this activity and this information this data that people want out of these groups so he took all these the people who had these large groups and they went to Chicago, and he, he put them all on camera, like, this person has this kind of group, or this person has this kind of group. One of the things I blogged about was he asked a, a, a female, a couple of female and a male to stand. As I sip my lemonade. And both of them had groups that had over a million members. And I remember the, uh, there was a black female, I can't remember if she was uh, African or African-American, uh, I think she might have been African because her mission was global. And African-American women don't do the global thing, right? They don't start stuff and think it's like, oh, it can go global. So on a global scale, so I think she was African. That's not shot fire, y'all. I'm, I, I operate on data, okay? So she had started a group, this, this particular female woman, and it was a global group of women, and it had over a million members, and it was, quote-unquote, their safe space to go in this group and to talk about things from one continent to the other, linking up in all their flaws, right? And to get beyond all their flaws to their confidence and, and their self-esteem. So Mark Zuckerberg had her standing. While she was standing, the camera was on her and him. Uh, and I'm watching this, and he starts to talk about what Facebook realized it had in these groups and these group owners. And as he was talking about what he was now going to mine from these groups, all of his data, I watched her face change because she created this group for women to have as a safe space on this free and public platform. Uh, it was a closed group that women could come in there and feel like they could say anything, could ask anything and not, not be subjected to people like myself that might say, okay, let's apply some logic. 
right? People don't like that. That's what I do. Let's look, now, what if we apply logic? I've been, in, I've been at a number of tables and a number of rooms where people, where I say, okay, now here's the logic. And they say, get out. All right. That happens each and every day. Y'all are probably saying, right, it's too much logic on this. We just want to get out of bed. You cannot get out of bed each and every day unless you apply logic and learn how to state the obvious. Okay. So the obvious was that she was highly disturbed as she stood there trying to smile with this camera on her. And we watched her entire demeanor change as Facebook through Mark Zuckerberg through his uh, position at Facebook said that we are now literally going to troll every comment in this group that we are now, and we're going to, we're going to develop in this, in this, in his love for artificial intelligence and his love for data and making money that everything that people say, they're going to, they're going to listen. And he disguised it in a way such that if there is someone in the group and they may seem that they are on edge or they may seem that they need some support, the technology is going to um, provide them with resources or reach out. You notice, have y'all noticed, well, you, I hope you noticed that on that, there's now this thing, instead of saying like feedback or report, it's, there's this thing to get support. So these, all these different options come on based, come up based on what you say. Everybody's trying to figure out, like somebody posted yesterday, they went out and they bought a rug and then they came home, not saying anything to anybody, going about their day. They went to a particular store, they bought a particular rug, they got home and now the rug was on, uh, on their Facebook and from, from this particular store, the exact rug they bought. Now, mind you, they think that, that they went about their day going into the store, getting that rug, not understanding what had been subliminal. But what they don't understand is maybe it is you like that page. You know, you, you were speaking out loud. You didn't, you might not have text. And she said, I didn't post it, I didn't text it. But you, you, you completed a transaction by which your phone was privy to not only the everything when you walked in that store with your phone logged into Facebook. <laughs> okay. Don't tell me you didn't have your phone with you. Cause how many of you got your phone in your hand? Never mind the facial recognition. Cause you know, you can, I could live stream. In fact, I live streamed my dad the other day and it said, okay, you want to tag and it's, and I didn't even tag him. And it was like, and it still said he was in my video. So now just imagine everybody around you has a facial recognition camera on their phone. I know it didn't, it wasn't in the bill of sale that your camera was a facial recognition camera. So, you know, you run around here trying to do all this stuff. And like, say for instance, Dragon Con, I told my girlfriend, I was like, uh, you walk by a friend, I'm watching a friend's live stream, and you all right there in the camera. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you right there behind him, right? Had they been friends, they would have asked him, did he want to tag her, okay? So you worried about the facial recognition cameras on the street and while you're driving down the highway, you know, they, they got them like every quarter mile, a facial recognition camera, but uh, everybody around you. How do you think GPS knows that there's, a, there's, a, there's traffic up ahead? It's counting all the phones, I think. That would be the that would be the simple explanation. It's like, wait a minute, there's two hundred phones in the mile ahead of you, right? You you think that there's like some satellite just and somebody somewhere like right watching and counting cars? No, <laughs> okay, it's dead. Your phone 
and the servers that you have provides that data. Your camera, the forward and the forward facing and the uh, regular camera, the forward facing and the selfie camera, is face has facial recognition technology. Now, this all this technology didn't work on black people. But then we had that one black, we were like, ooh, cool, it can't detect us. But then we had that one black person that got mad, wanted to sue, who was it, uh, Google or somebody. The camera, the facial recognition doesn't recognize me because I'm black. We were like, dude, sit down. And they were like, oh, we must go and update the technology. Now we can all be identified. Like, see, y'all be trying to do too much. We, we, had, we, were, we, were, we were right there. We were right there. And dude over there want to play in his camera. And like now all of a sudden he can recognize black people. Ugh, made me mad. I was so mad that day when I saw him, that post. I'm like, what? Sit down. Why you want to be seen on camera? But one thing about it, we do need to be recognized on a facial recognition camera. Because as soon as they come to you trying to wrongfully accuse you or something, you better know. Let me tell you, at 902. And where, where were you at? Oh, you better pull the camera. Pull the camera. I need to see. Pull, pull all of them. It's going to tell you where I was. There are more people. There are less, less false and wrongly accused people today simply because of their fun. I, I watched the case where they were trying to get this guy. And he had that thing turned on on his phone where it said, which, which, uh, even though you don't check in and it, it is like literally uh, tracking your every. He was like, nope. That's why they be like, give me your phone. Nope, the phone stays with me, honey. I'm telling you. So, and I know everybody's like, please don't get that chip. I don't know. I don't know because it's different with black folk, honey. We need to be able to know where we are. I'm, I'm like, sir, where am I? Okay, I'm just saying, don't, don't tell me, sir, not right now. But anyway, because sir will tell you, you are and give you your entire coordinates. Okay, but let me t- fighting. We're fighting. We're planning. We're fighting. It's it's like it's a revolution. Write that down. Why is it? Uh, why does it sound like these very simple things that I'm talking about is in fact a revolution? It is. Everything is a revolution when it comes to us. Me saying we in that simple dating conversation. It's like it's a dating conversation. You got a man. Why are you in the dating post? Why do you consider yourself part of the we when I said we? I said we to those who ought to be in the conversation. We can't have the conversation because even though you got a man, you over here hoping to find another. Because apparently, according to that good government document, you might have one, but you're always looking for the next. So maybe she was over there looking for the next. That's why she thought of herself as we. She's like, well, it's a forum. No. It's a forum where each conversation is, is apropos to those, is relevant to those in the, the description. It said, would you date? You're not single. Why are you trying to talk about what you would date? Come on. Okay, what was the other thing I was talking about? The groups, right? So I went out there. You can go on uh, YouTube because I did a whole podcast on it because watching this, this sister's face change, when Mark Zuckerberg said that artificial intelligence and the bots and everything would be all up in her group. Um, so therefore, you know, if a woman said this, if one of the, one of the members, if a member said this or a member said they were feeling down and they, so they would be quickly given these 
identified and given these resources and so forth and that they were going to, you know, and, and I, I'm sure like me, she was interpreting that was, wait a minute, this, these things are reading every comment because these are women who are coming here who feel like they're in a safe space, have been told that they're in a safe space and they could talk about any and everything. And you mean tell me you're over there compiling the data? And I, and I said, I hope she's compiling the data because in that moment beyond those two, that scenario, when I thought about the data, because he said the same data that he would, that Facebook would have access to, the group owners would have. He was telling them, well, now you would have more information about the members in your group. And I was like, whoa, because I know that particular data, if you have an organization uh, or a foundation, those things, any, and don't, let, don't get it twisted, any organization out there can only get f- funding based on the data that they're going to provide. They don't, nobody's out there just trying to give you money to save the world. It's like, okay, how many will you save? And even though you have the resources to save the world, how many will you not save? Because the, the, the people make money on people who don't get saved. People make money on people who don't apply logic. You don't make, logical people aren't, aren't worth a dime. Okay? So, he was saying to the group and this whole thing with the hackers and the Russians and controlling the election, saying that the Russians could control the election, it's said in the hopes that every politician would realize, well, if you take some of your political dollars, which goes into the billions, if you take some of your political dollars and put it into a couple of things going on on Facebook, that same information, valuable to somebody who wants to impact their election from outside the country, you imagine what you could do in a local election, in a, in, a, in a statewide election, in a national election, right? But then people don't get it. And I, I'm, I know Mark Zuckerberg was like scratching his head. It's like, how do they not get it? Why are they not getting every political dollar? You know, these Democrats, I mean, come on, how many, Democrat, how many d- Democratic debates? Let me tell you, during the first debate, the only person, I, only commercial I saw that night and, for, and then on was Biden. And the next debate I saw... And these were targeted to me. Okay, don't get mad. It was um, Biden, Castro, and Corey. Those are in the next one. Okay, the women candidates. I don't think I saw anything. I saw a couple of posts. I think I saw a post about all the women, but none of them targeted me. And I'm like, I'm sorry if you don't target me in an ad, you're not getting my vote. You're not. You're not. I'm sorry. I I need I need dollars spent on me, okay, particularly to me if you want. I'm just saying, um, but I, I I need to see that. I need to see that outreach because I'm not going and and I know we're supposed to um, do our own due diligence and find our candidates. And I, I got that. I get that. You know, I've, I probably already decided, okay, whether to vote or not vote or whatever. I don't, I'm I probably already decided because I'm looking at the data. I'm applying logic. And the logic is all them people up there talking about they want to be Democrats. I'm like, okay, y'all ain't doing nothing, but y'all ain't doing nothing, period, right? The one candidate everybody wants in the race won't get in the race. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Keeps turning, keeps saying no to every level because they're holding out for we don't know what. But anyway, uh, it, we fight the plan. That's why I wanted to say wake up fighting. And in essence, I did, because when I said, let's plan, wake up planning, 
How many times have you been at a table to plan something? Did it all? It always turned to a fight. Unless you were there, even when you were there alone. I'm right now having this conversation in the room by myself, recording it, sharing it out to y'all before y'all even put your stamp on it or your stink on it. Ooh, stamp it or stink it. Oh, that's another one, y'all. We gotta go with that. Somebody tweet tweet me that side because you know I'll forget it, okay? Before you put your stamp on it or your stink on it, let me say it again. Before you put your stamp on it or your stink on it, I like this thing y'all been saying, stinking thinking, right? Okay. Put your stamp or your stink on it. You're probably fighting with yourself. Uh, I have written down planning, fighting, uh, stuck, chain, link, confidence, self-esteem, revolution. It sounds like I'm having a revolution over here. Simply because I'm trying to plan. I'm trying to plan. Thursday in my entire week, Thursday is my most productive day. It's supposed to be my most productive day. If Thursday doesn't go according to plan, then everything else will either be trying to get caught up, capture it, or just go in there and say, look, this week got to fail. Fail. Got to burn it. Right? Because it all... I, I chill. You see me. You see how my my chill goes, but not on Thursday. Thursday is I am I am all in on Thursday. I get it done on Thursday, y'all, and uh, so that I can take it easy on uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is basically my week, and Thursday, and then I do a little less each and every day, so that Tuesdays and Wednesdays I get to chill. That's my weekend. Uh, because as a blogger, um, and basically that's how I want my, that's how I want my week to go. Um, I've waited all my life to be able to not have to just wait for the weekend in order to live. And so that's how it goes, but it is a fight. Every plan is a fight. That's a good thing. And that's a bad thing because you have to figure out where you're stuck. Because you're only planning because you don't want to get stuck or you're trying to get from, you're trying to unstick yourself, right? Um, so that's, that's what wake up. I'm going to, I think I'm going to change it back to wake up fighting, wake up fighting. And I didn't want to say wake up fighting because I didn't want to say go to bed fighting. Right. Um, but you wake up, you do start fighting the very minute you take that breath. You like, cause it, you got to get into this day. You got to make the day what it is. And just what you're trying to do today, all those places I just took you, all those places we just went, that's what it takes each and every day. And if you, you think there's somebody out here, it doesn't take all of that. Because I'm only stating the obvious. I'm only applying logic. And if it doesn't take all that for you, you say, oh, it don't take all that for me. I guarantee you, you probably, at some point, it, it might not now. You might be at that point. Like like I'm talking about, oh, I'm like, we. I was telling them, well, some of us are still at that point trying to decide that very thing about dating. You know, which, what part of this, you know, the person can have all of this stuff and just that one thing. We walk away from that, not that, just that one thing, but we usually walk away because of one thing. And we do sit in it and go, but wait, it's this and it's this and it's that. It could be all those things, but that one key valuable thing could be missing and everything else keeps bringing you back to that point. You just don't want to be that uncomfortable in life because you know, you feel like, well, this is, this is a one shot thing. And people are particular about, some people are particular about wasting their time. Some people are particular about having to start over like all the time. Wait, we got to reset again. You know, we got to start again. And, And yeah, that time adds up, 
But how much of it have you just been emphatically happy? Y'all know I am only trying to get to that point where I can figure out, I can feel. I want to feel what emphatically happy feels like. And please tell me I don't have to live all of my lifetime trying to figure out what that is. I know they out here trying to make America great again. And everybody's like, okay, when was that? So we'll know. Because we cause if we know, we can just go do that. We, let's just go do it. Right? And then, and then everybody's like, well, it was this, it was that, and it was that. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't, it certainly wasn't that. It wasn't then. So what is that? And, and if you ask me, and nobody has literally asked me. In fact, I've only been shooed out of rooms. Shoot, 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 shoot. Like, I've only been shooed out of rooms when I've been invited to the table. And I'm like, okay, is this going to lead to somebody being emphatically happy? And they're like, are you trying to apply logic? Yes. Get out. There's not been a time in my life. Well, I have said, let's apply some logic, and I'm still, and I'm still there. I'm, I am, there is nowhere that I am right now consistently still, I'm still dryer buzz. There is no space. I'm still a mom, and, and they at times have shooed me out. I'm not even, they, they got a whole group text that I'm not even allowed in because they know she's going to come with that logic stuff, but they don't know that I have been embedded part of that in all of them, so they do it to each other. But I'm just saying, there is nothing in this moment, at this, at this very moment, there is nothing that has continuously existed in my life um, for the time because my one requirement is I've got to have some logic. We gotta, we gotta deal with what we gotta deal with the obvious, and we've got to deal with the logic of it, right? We gotta plan. I love planning. I love executing a plan. And I know that executing a plan takes a fight. The only plan that I have tremendously and successfully been able to execute, and that was dryer buzz. Even my son at four years old came to me and said, mom, you know, cause, cause he was born into a lot of my plans. <laughs> and by, and after four years of existing with a lot of my plans sitting in, on my, either on my hip or in my lap, uh, looked at me and said, okay, mom, you know, cause in my living room, I'm gonna tell y'all this story, story time in my living room was one of the plans. It was a gift basket business, which was one of my first websites, right? The first one, in fact, the first, uh, business entrepreneurial, in, it wasn't my first entrepreneurial endeavor. Don't let me lie, but online, it was my first online entrepreneurial endeavor was this gift basket business. So in my living room was this um, workspace that included all this, these essentials. Like there were these chocolates and the, the, the part, the, um, sausages and the cheese and the, all everything that would make the most awesome gift basket. Well, let me tell you, I wasn't that creative. I made an ugly gift basket. So I had, I outsourced it. Like, okay, make, I had a couple of friends that were like just great at it. Remember we always talk about your friends don't support your business. Your business supports your friends. So I had some friends. I'm like, listen, girl, I'm going to get all this stuff, make this basket. I'm going to pay you to make this basket. You can get some commission and all this kind of stuff, right? Your business supports your friends, right? So in my, my living room had been taken. My living room looked like a warehouse. They had all these boxes. I had found all these places I could buy all this stuff on time, right? Like, what? And so, and at the same time, uh, I was podcasting. I, was, I had this whole online life. It was global. I had a whole global online life. Okay, nobody knew me here in Atlanta, but they knew the hell out of me over in the UK, Australia, um, Desert Storm, Afghanistan, all those places, right? All, I was known all over the world. 
And lo and behold, so I started when I would do the podcast, I always I would say I'm live from Atlanta's podcasting with this group, right? And it wasn't even called podcasting. We did the whole pirate radio and all that kind of stuff, right? Destiny radio, all that stuff, whatever. And so I would always say, I'm live from Atlanta. Because they were one person was live from New York and live from this, that, and the other, whatever. And I used to do the entertainment and news and all that. I did the entertainment and the news uh, on this thing. This was back in the 90s, y'all. I'm talking about like way back, 90s. Because uh, my son at four years old would have been, okay, 99. So right around 99, uh, I had all these endeavors going on. I had this website selling these baskets and these gifts, right? It was $20gifts.com. Somebody go get it because I ain't got it no more. But anyway, it was $20 gifts. And you can go on there. You can buy a nice $20 gift. And it was shipped and all that kind of good stuff, right? Yeah. I was like one of the first Amazons. Okay. Anyway, that's what happened when you're a pioneer. Then everybody's like, I don't want to put my information online. I don't want to put my data online. Can I pay it in the check? Hey, y'all, no, you can't write it. How are you going to write a check? It's online, right? I don't want my information online. I want my credit card information online. Can I bring you the money? Can I meet you? I'm like, oh, my God. Can we... Like, can I meet you and give you a check? No. You know, it's like, it's online. <laughs> I know it sounds funny today because everybody's information is online. But that's what I had to deal with. That's why I had to bend in it. Because people didn't want, but I'm like, okay, so you don't want your information online. But you want to give me a check that has not only your name, your phone, and your address. I can ask you to write your social on there. And it's going to give me your routing number and your account number. But you want to give me that. You don't know me from whomever. You want to give me that. And I had to explain, do you know I could take that and pay my bills for life? All right. Take everything that you have. Right. That ain't encrypted. You're going to hand that to me. Right. But if you go online, I would end up with none of the information. I would end up with just your order. So I got tired of it. My son came to me at four years old. Because that business frustrated the hell out of me. And my children, watching this frustration, my, my four-year-old, uh, his ulterior motive came to me. And he's like, Mom, you know, you really love uh, your podcast. You know, you really love uh, Dryer Buzz. Because I, at that time, because I, was, because I was known all around the world, saying I was from Atlanta, everybody wanted to know about Atlanta. So I started a website. Um... I started a website with all this Atlanta information on it because, you know, Atlanta wasn't digital at that time. You know, you couldn't get information about Atlanta online. I was one of the first. And so then came, this is 99. So I then, he said, you really love, you know, on, online and doing your, your website stuff. And so that took, I spent from 99, 2000, that echoing in my head. So 2000, um, so I did. I went from 2000, I started um, a website, and I can't remember, I really can't, I think it was called Distributions, I think that's what it was, um, before, before Dryer Buzz, so I got the idea to start doing that, building these websites, I think I used Geocities, 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 uh, a couple other things, because I was driving all this traffic from doing this international podcast to this website, because I remember the guy who hosted it called me, and he was like, are you, are you watching the data on this thing? And I was like, what data? You know, he's like, this is like a lot of people like reading this thing. You, you, you might have something here. And so, um, so in 2000, I started researching and started learning a little bit more about how to build media, right, as a publication. Like, what if I really turned this into a full-fledged 
publication. So from 2000, got the idea from my son, like, you know, you should, you should go with that. That's what you should do. And he, cause he literally said, mom, that makes you happy. That's literally what he could tell the difference between one business that frustrated me. Okay. And the other that made me happy. And he said, I like you happy. And he was like, so you're going to do that part, right? He was trying to get the permission to go eat the, the candy, right? He ate so much chocolate that he don't even eat chocolate to this day. He ate everything. He went through all the boxes. I had to go in there, I had to go in there and find my baby in, in a box sleep. He then just ate himself sick trying to eat all these goodies that I had that I was no longer going to do the gift basket business. I'm like, well, I could have sold some of that stuff. He was like, so if you're going to do that, can I eat this? I'm like, okay, go ahead. Make yourself happy, and which he did. Uh, to the point he don't he won't even look at any of that stuff anymore. So from '99 on to 2000, I started building um, this online destination for people that wanted everything in Atlanta, and it grew. Um, it started growing in the hair salons. That was one of the destinations that I, I started it. I started a newsletter. Uh, I had made a newsletter. I had it online. And people didn't have, they couldn't go online because you, you, your phone thing wasn't a thing. Uh, people didn't have computers at home. We started working on the whole digital divide, right? It's like my audience that I, that I wanted didn't have uh, access to this information. And so what, because what, what I learned through my connection or through my audience in the UK is there was something called the Black UK. And in black everything. And I'm like, and they were like, well, we don't really have a voice. You know, it has to be, you should have this kind of publication and so forth and so forth. And I'm like, well, it's really kind of just about Atlanta. And I'm like, wait, oh, but then, you know, Atlanta was like, okay, but you're black. You should do the black stuff, you know? And so I had like the pool and this, that, and the other, whatever. Anyway, so after a couple of years of doing researching, and I went back and I researched all kinds of black press and press and media and magazine and printing publications and owning an outlet and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, these things are failing. And the only reason they were failing is because the internet was growing. Um, and at that time, everything was moving from, and this is what really, really killed it, killed uh, uh, local, was everything was moving because there was so much pull to be international and global. It was killing local and hyper, hi- hyper local. Because I remember as I was um, talking with the early early sponsors and, and I would say, well, it's, you know, it has a local appeal. And they were like, no, we kind of want the global thing now. And then you, so you start trying to go, well, look, I got global because I'm known all over the world. I'm like, I'm trying to become known where I live. And, and, and you know, that's where this thing is going. Of course, being, you know, ahead of the curve time and all that kind of stuff. And... All of a sudden, it's like, a, just like, phew, you know, things that change. And so, I, because people couldn't read it online after 6 o'clock, meaning after they got off work, we start trying to figure out, well, should it go ahead and be a glossy magazine or a print magazine? Clint was president. Businesses weren't spending as much in advertising because they were trying to hold on to their business because Clint was killing the country. Um Everything was changing. Everything was changing in that time. And so I'm like, well, wait, these larger entities are failing because they, they, they're not, they, don't, they don't have a digital aspect. Why don't I just do it digitally? Then I don't have to take those risks of 
starting and failing and stopping because all in all the research and all the data, it was showing that this pivotal failure was coming, this recession, this depression, especially as it related to publishing, was coming. Everything was going, we could see it, I could see it. And I tried to warn everybody, it's like, it's going to fail, it's going to change. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and go digital because we, we can't be going broke up in here, okay? And, and, I, and I did it, and, and, and two years later, and all that research and started and so forth, um, it grew, what, the way we were disseminating it and putting it out there, it grew in the salons and in the barbershops and, and other places, nightclubs and all this kind of stuff. And uh, Angel whispered in my ear, try her buzz. I heard it just like that. I sat up in bed, just like I sit up each and every day and do this podcast, try her buzz. And I was like, wow, that's it. That's what this is. And that's what it is. That's what it's been for the past 17 years. It's been a revolution. It's been a fight. Fighting the plan. I can still remember that day what what I what I planned to be, and I had to fight fight it each fight for it, fight against it, fight with it. All of those, all that fighting. I'm still fighting, but I can sit here today and say there is nothing that has been ever more consistent in my life than this one thing that I do, with is dryer bus. Seventeen years. I know I got a I got a thirty year old kid. That's been a fight. I've got. Oh, see now you're gonna have me try to remember everybody. Agent, she's thankful I said 30 because she's over 30. <laughs> One is maybe around 29. Let me, let me just tell you the years. 87, uh, 90, 91, 95. Okay, that, y'all do the math because I can no longer do the math. Um, and I know One, it has a birthday this weekend. He was a Labor Day baby. Shout out to the son. Uh, Labor Day this year falls on his birthday. Um, so, therefore... Um, we we got something to look forward to this weekend, this weekend. And reason why it's also a fight, because it is one week from the anniversary of my mother's uh, transition. So we got that. And my, my fight was, it's like, girl, you've got to figure out this next step before. Because you gave yourself five years. Five, I've been on a five-year journey. A five-year journey. And ni- 2019 is that five-year. And I'm like... 2020, there are things I said I wanted to have accomplished before we get to 2020. Lo and behold, 2020 is a couple of the swipes of the calendar down the line. I hope you have a plan. I hope you are not fighting your plan. No, I hope you are in a full-on fight with your plan. I hope you are fighting for your plan. I hope you are fighting against everything, working against your plan. I hope that you are fighting against being stuck. I hope you are fighting trying to put those chains, link them back together because we've got so many broken chains, y'all. Um, people who can't get out of bed, listen, I'm going to tell you, find your superhuman strength that is deep within your self-esteem and your confidence. It's still there. You are still part of this revolution and find it all. Take all of your strength and bend that chain back together. Reconnect. When I got in, I'm not even in the group yet, and I'm probably not going to be granted into the group. I'll be kicked out because I'm, they're going to be like, wait a minute, these comments, she coming here trying to, she coming into this safe space where we get to whine all day and talking about some damn logic. Ain't nobody up in here trying to get no logic. Ain't nobody truly trying to heal uh, black women who own the conversation. Do y'all, I'm telling y'all, do y'all know that it is a construct, not just here in America, but it is a construct on this planet 
That's why that show is called Black Women Own the Conversation. There is a construct on this planet in a global society that black women can dictate the conversation. We can, that's why we are so much kept out of it because we come in with the logic. It's like, wait, that hurts. Logical. Wait, we're doing this wrong. Logical. Well, here's how to get that done. Okay. It's a stereotype. You know, hire, hire a black, put a black woman in charge. That's the biggest theory. Why do you think everybody wants Stacey uh, to stop trying to run for governor, stop trying to be vice president, and go ahead and run this thing? Go on, girl, go on and get that sentence Go on and uh, get through that freshman year. Go on and get on some of those, get, become in charge of some of those committees. Go ahead and get on in there so Nancy Pelosi can stop trying to hold on and pass you that gavel. Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House is third in line. For president, okay? I'm just saying. Stacy and whomever Stacy's listening to, okay? That wave is like, girl, you let that you let that whole tide come in and go out. Right that way, right? I'm just saying, okay? You better recognize. Call on all your cause they already think you magic, right? Here come the leaf blower. They already think you got super Put those chains and those links back together. Those of y'all over there in the uh, Black Women Own the Conversation group, if y'all let me in, yeah, I'm coming with the logic. I'm going to help you with the stuff. I'm going to tell you where your stuff is. And I understand the first broken chain is from us into the next generation, but that's the first chain we have got to reconnect is that one. And I hope my daughters do. And I, and I know even as a mom, there are things that they, I'm like, why don't you just ask me? As a mom, the first thing you said, you say it all day, why don't you just ask me? Because they don't. They don't ask, so you best to be just displaying it anyway. I display a whole lot because I know that they don't ask. And oftentimes, it's a wonderful thing that they don't ask because they don't want to put you back into that space. They don't want you to go in that space. I saw a man, a friend of mine, not a friend, but Facebook terms. And he was, he was live, and he was talking about this, this, these answers he needs in his life. And I literally asked him, have you thought about asking your mom? And he was like, as all of them said, when I talked about, I remember I said I did this on fourth Sundays uh, for years, y'all, um, asking them, well, why, why didn't you ask your mom? And he says, no. He says, because that's going to bring up the pain and the trauma, and I don't want to put her back in that space, and then she's going to be mad at me, and we're going to go at it, you know, because I can't go to her with this. And I'm like, but it's continuously bringing you to a place of where you saying, it's traumatic for you and you need answers and she's literally the only person that has the answers and you're saying that you can never go to her to get these answers because you don't want to go back into that space because he's asked before and she's decided she was not going to give him that information and I'm like but you got to let her know you're here again and you're forever going to be here and you got to have it you got to have it and even if she even if she doesn't get it somebody the right person Seeing you continuously asking for that and pushing for that will step forward and step into your life and give you that information. She might not be the one to give it, but everybody's got to see you continuously desiring it. And maybe even from him coming on, going on live and being as vulnerable on Facebook, maybe a friend of hers or somebody. In the, somebody if you need it and you express it out, that's it each and every day. Into the universe, everybody said it. Every expert out there said it. The universe is going to stop what it's doing and make sure you get it. That's why I say you got to wake up fighting. 
You got to wake up fighting and you got to wake up fighting in the the planning and planning the fight and fighting the plan. I'm telling you, you're going to get it. The one thing that I wanted more than anything to do as a passion and as a, uh, as, as with my, with my creativity was, was driving. That's the one thing I'm like, you know, I could have, I've had some jobs, y'all. I've had some careers. I know some people. I could have one right now. I won't put that out there. The one thing I really want to do with all of my days, all of my days, is create this content. All of my days, y'all. I'm sweating you. And I've been blessed to do it for 17 years. They ain't a a company out there that can say they've had that much of my time. There's nothing other than my children that have had that out of me. Because I said in 1919, no, damn, I love it. I went back. I'm studying, I'm studying the last century, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm studying the last century. I'm researching the last century. 1999. God damn, that's another one. 1999, and here it is, 2019. I gotta go look that up. Damn, my son said to me, Mom, that looks like it makes you happy. That's what you need to do. That is what literally makes you happy. That's what you need to do. Because I was, I was in that moment looking around at all the things I was going to do. And I probably was just thinking. And I remember I was sitting on the steps. And if I sat on the steps, I was probably contemplating quitting. I was probably contemplating throwing in a towel. And I remember him getting in my face and saying, dude, this, that makes you happy. That's what makes you happy. He liked seeing me happy because he had been in my lap and on my hip through all of this stuff. That makes you happy. And I'm, and I'm like, whoa. In 1999, it's 2019. Whoa. And I'm going into 2020. I'm taking drivers with me. We're going to get out of bed with it. Five minutes over. We're going to end this podcast. Like, you know, I could not podcast. Cannot do it. There's no way I could do it without some support. When I say your friends and your family don't support your business, you, your business supports your friends and family. This podcast, in exchange, offers support for the support that we exchange uh, to Natural Soap by Zakia. Let me tell you guys, going into, going forward, if you are wanting to get in, how many of you are aware of this beauty business stuff that's going on? People out here making millions, okay? And I don't, and I'm not one to like say, oh, do this seven figures, six figures, five figures, all that kind of stuff. Um, family businesses are the way going forward. It was how we started in this country, y'all. Okay, um, and you know we've been doing a, a podcast. We've been talking about it. Your your family and friends don't support your business. Your business supports your family and friends. Natural soap. By Zakia has an arm, has a has a, a side where you could learn to make natural soap, and, and if you are concerned, y'all uh, are lining up around the block to eat uh, plant-based chicken. You lined up around the block to well, you lined up to eat real chicken too, um, but no people lining up each and every day to go get uh, I want to say plant-based. I'm about to say fake plant-based burgers. Um, you're, you're cognizant about what you're putting in your body, your skin, what you're breathing and doing in your home. If you hadn't thought about that, you need to start using natural soap. 
Because that's the first part, okay? Um, if maybe you want to you wanna buy some natural soap or you want to learn to make some natural soap, maybe you want to start a natural soap or a natural beauty business. You've seen people go, Carol's daughter started in her kitchen, okay, and then, then went on and, and got some celebrity clients and caught some of that good um, funding and investment and became Carol's daughter. Uh, I, I remember when the press release went out that it became a billion-dollar business. We, I mean, it, it, it's, we're there, and I don't know how long we're going to be here, uh, but if you like, maybe, and let's start thinking about the holidays, maybe you need, not maybe, okay, we all need some extra holiday money, even if just for the holidays, you got kids, you just sent off to college, you just went and took them to college, guess what, they got to come home in a couple of weeks, right, you're going to need airline money, you're going to need, they got, some of them going to have to bring all that stuff back. Because sometimes the dorm is like, look, y'all need to take some of this stuff home because y'all done been here a couple of months and downright destroyed it. We got to fix it. I mean, I'm just saying there's expenses. I know. You, when I said wake up fighting, there's expenses coming from everywhere. So maybe you're thinking, what can we do as a family? Like around here, like we were like, we said, what, like what can we do as a family um, so that we can have a business that supports the family? Maybe you're thinking about making some natural soap. Maybe you're thinking you could get a few customers. You know, you could, could if you're looking, like maybe your, your budget needs a couple extra hundred dollars, a, a thousand here or there, you know. It, you could do it if you learn to make natural soap. If you go to uh, naturalsoapbyzakia.com, you're going to see something called Live Soap School. She was on just yesterday. If you're on Dryer Buzz, um, we just shared a video where she was showing how to make natural perfumes and colognes right, from natural scents and oils and, and all those kinds of things. And people who watched that episode ordered the kits and, and, and guess what they're going to be selling this holiday season. The number one thing that's selling online are natural products. You know, look around, I'm telling you. So, you know, if you thought if you're good with, you're good with that, look, that math and you're good with, you know, you're creative in that way of, of mixing these things together and coming up with these, all this different stuff. I wish I was. I wish I was, okay, I'm telling you, um, especially if you're thinking about you want to spend all this money for the holidays, but you don't want to empty out your savings, you don't want to have to work all that overtime, you want to spend more time, and see, that's the thing, especially as a mom, that's one of the things, when I had all those, I had all those uh, endeavors going on, is because I wanted to spend more time at home. We are just now, in, 20, in 1999, I wanted to work from home. I wanted to be at home with my babies, right? They were babies, y'all. And so here we are in 2019. I just saw a post yesterday of somebody saying they're getting ready to start working from home. It's like I've been doing it. How many years is that? 30? No, 20, 20 years. I can't add. Okay, 20 years, right? Uh, with Dryer Buzz, monetizing blogging and podcasting. I've been able, you know, yeah, I might have had another job as well, but I didn't have to work two and three jobs outside the home. I started, I started Dryer Buzz and, and the gift business because I didn't want to work the two or three jobs that it takes to, to live in America nowadays. I didn't want to spend the other two jobs outside the home, which I did. I had my, my day job, night job, whatever, and I had a part, two couple other part-time jobs. I was like, listen, I can replace this income by working from home. So I'm just saying. 
If you're looking for that kind of adventure, that kind of endeavor, that kind of boost to your budget, go over to Natural Soap by Zakia and check out the Live Soap School. She's got all kind of courses um, that explain all this process. She's got all kind of video out there. You can watch and see how easy it is to get, to get done. So maybe you have like something on your vision board and you're trying to figure out, like, how do I get to start taking those trips? Uh, how do I go back to school? Find time to go back to school. You sell something. How do I um, pay for the kids' uh, tuition? Even as though they've got scholarships, they still got it. Because there are kids out here that get amazing scholarships, but they're still hungry. You know, they still got to pay for this. This family still got to do that. You sell something, y'all. You sell something. That's the, that's the American dream. People keep thinking the American dream is to go get in debt. No, the American dream is to be debt-free. You want to be debt-free, you sell something. All right. Did you know that you could sell natural beauty products? Did you know? And, and let me tell you, you can start today. Go over to Natural Soap by Zakia. And listen, wait. Before you click and buy anything, use your discount code, Dryer Buzz. Before you even go over there, go over to our page. Look on the page. You're going to see some links. And I'll share it in this one as well. So anyway, okay. Uh, another thing. Another way to do all of that is go over to Dealey Inspires. Dealey Inspires. Dot com. Dealyinspires.com. Uh, maybe you want to do it like I did it with books, writing books, taking all of my skills and expertise and putting, I wrote 27 answers how to do everything. I wrote 27 answers how to create buzz, 27 answers how to grow your business, 27 answers how to become a household name, 27 answers how to rock live streaming, 27 answers how to, how to, um, Rock a hashtag, 27 answers how to rock like Beyonce, 27 answers how to rock like Oprah, 27 answers how to rock networking. I wrote 27, y'all, I'm telling you, 27 answers, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all those things. And I'm, and I'm working on 27 answers how to rock a podcast, which will launch <coughs> in pre-sale probably today. We're, we're launching our our, our New school, um, remember 27 Answers was an answer platform. We are relaunching that on September 27, 9-27. So you'll get a chance to go back and get all of those. All of the books are becoming full-on courses. I'm recording, I'm in the studios, I'm putting all this stuff together. All of those books that are now on Amazon, all those are on Amazon right now. But they're becoming a full-on course um, that's going to take you through. So, But how did I learn to do that? Because I sat down and I had lunch. You came to our Lunch and Learn with Desiree Lee. Desiree Lee did a Lunch and Learn for Dryer Buzz, then got on a plane and did the same thing across the globe on the continent of Africa. I'm telling you, that's how global this thing is, um, on how we're doing this, y'all. I swear to you. She had to travel. She changed her travel date by one day came and did a lunch and learn with us and gave us, this is what you need to do over the course of the next year before we get to 2020. She, we had that lunch in August of 2018, and she said, this is what you need to do. If you're not selling a book or you don't have a subscription box, uh, if you don't have a course, if, you don't, if you're not doing these things over the next year, and here I am just a year later, all of that now making sense. Like, wait, I need to turn these books into courses. You better go get with the whisperer, y'all. She is the book whisperer. And then not only that, she, she tells you how to rock Amazon. 
okay? So go to dlyinspires.com. We also have their support as well, all right? And then, of course, part of the family business is eyelashher.com, eyelashher.com. If you're coming to Atlanta, in Atlanta, you're looking for the best lash expert out there, I'm telling you, and you want to go to a professional setting, um, let me tell you, go to the pro, eyelashher.com, and, and listen, go over there and book yourself a day. You know, like I sit up and did my own facial, I probably, well, I, I can't even get a booking because she's that booked. Um, but I'm telling you, take some time for yourself and all this, because we wake up fighting each and every day, and it wears on us. And some of us start to look like we wake up fighting every day. Go over there and take some time to, for, for yourself, right? After you start selling something, that first little good little money start coming in, go over there and get your book. Book yourself a celebration. All right, and then we'll bring you right on back here. You know that if I've said anything and you need to find it, you need to go to, you know, today's Thursday. Our podcast is a little bit long because we don't have to rush out. But... Go to dryerbus.com. If I said something anywhere or you saw something on the timeline, you try to figure out where it was. If you were subscribed to dryerbus.com, you'd have it in your email. You'd be able to go and look back and say, I thought, I think I saw this this day, this week. It's going to be right there in your email. All you have to do is go back. All the things I've said, all the things I've shared, all the things I've linked, um, they get broken down into pieces. And like the email went out this morning. It's got things we said over the last 48 hours, okay? So each of those emails is a summary of 24 to 48 hours of what we've done at, uh, at under, under Dryer Buzz. All righty. That's all I have got to know. It's not. That is not all I've got to tell you. I've got to tell you about Ask Dryer Buzz. Um, you can book 30 minutes with me. We, remember I told you we're bringing some things back into the fold. What We used to do something called 27, 27 answers in 27 minutes. Uh, we, we, you get a full-on 30 minutes. You can go to Ask Dryer Buzz. You want to know, you saw me use a tool. Uh, you saw me have a certain workflow. You want to know how did I increase the in the kitchen? How did I get a 5,000% increase? In activity on my in the kitchen with dryer buzz, even on it only being out for a year, right? You want to know how did I how did I rock that? Uh, you want to know how how did I maintain the same brand for 17 years? Um, you want to know how to use social media for business? You want to know how to grow your following? The three simple things. They're just three simple things you do to grow an organic following. You don't have to go and buy some folks, pay for some folks to like and and to follow you. And you want a good organic following people who are going to not only follow, but become lifetime customers. I have people that say, Hey, I've been following dryer bus since day one. And I'm like, well, do you remember what I used to do? And they go, yeah. So like, what did I do? How did I do that? Right. They come up to me each and every day. I've got content out there that I posted 10 years ago that still each day gets daily views and daily comments. Daily views and daily comments, right? You want to put that kind of content out there. You want to not only just not only go viral, but you want to maintain that altitude. And that's what that's what I'm gonna tell you how to do that in just 30 minutes. Because it's very simple. Because the minute you book, I'm gonna give you the answer. It's just that simple. You're gonna get the answer. Now you can decide you can implement it right then, or you can sit on it, hold it. I'm telling you, that people. Still, that people, somebody came to me and told me I gave them an answer 17 years ago. He was like, you told me to do this 17 years ago. They are just now today doing it. All I did was tell them, 
Turn your camera on. Go live. You ain't got to have a room full of... You ain't got to have 20,000 people. You don't have to be in an arena. Just go. Just push the button. And guess what? It's going to feel like you're in an arena. In fact, you're going to reach more people than in, a, in an arena. Right? Everybody. And then not only that, you're going to reach those that 100% want the information that you got. Can you imagine that? You're going to reach 100% of the people that want the information. There are only people, people who are still on this podcast at this point, who listen to a 100% of it, whether they catch it live or in the replay, they want the information. And if you want to know how to get that kind of conversion, go to askdryerbuzz.com. Ask me. There are people that are calling and say, can I take you to lunch? Go book it. Yeah, let's go. I ain't turning down no food. That's why I do this. I tweet to eat. Okay? Yes, we can go to lunch. Go book it. Right? And then they go like, oh, I thought, no. Go book it. <laughs> click the link. You, you don't, if you don't click the link, there's nothing else to discuss. All right. Ask Dryer Buzz is out there. Ask Dryer Buzz is also going to become uh, an answer platform and destination uh, where you'll be able to pre-order, pre-order, pre-order your um, 27 Answers to Rock podcast. I'm going to tell you some things about podcasts. I'm going to give you the other part about podcasting. Because a lot of times people are, let me tell you, anybody can tell you to go buy a microphone. Anybody can tell you to go, oh, get this chair, get this mic, get that light, get that, get this, get this, um, get the boom, get the, this, that, and the other. Use this app. What they won't, what they cannot tell you, because they don't really know that part. And I ain't going to tell you right now. It's going to be in 27 Answers to Rock a Podcast. You probably like me. You bought all the mics, okay? You got, I got, I, I'm podcasting. In my, let me tell you, I have a full-on studio around the corner. There. I have a full-on workspace to podcast. I got a kitchen that looks like a studio. Here comes the leaf floor again. We got to go, right? Where I'm podcasting right now, I'm sitting in my bed. I'm sitting in bed with a journal in front of me, my headset on, and my phone right here. My family's quiet. The dog is like, she's still going. I don't know if the dog eased up out of here or not, right? It's like I have made this a part of my life. I podcast seven days. People are like, wait, how do I come up with that kind of content? You First of all, you need to know what you're talking about so that you can talk about it just like that, right? I'm going to tell you. That's the only thing I'm going to give you. I, this podcast is, is seven days a week. It's a daily podcast, seven days a week. I wake up with a breath of life, I podcast. I also produce Leading Women uh, podcast. I also produce... Buzzard or Bastard podcast, which is heard on Saturday. There's a food podcast thrown up in there as well, as well as some others that uh, I'm working with. And I am here waiting to produce your podcast. But first, I need you to learn how to rock a podcast. So you will go to AskDryerBuzz.com. There are a couple of options you have there. If you want to do a side-by-side um, as you are trying to figure out and fix your social media, we have the side-by-sides that you can get for two hours. That's also available at AskDryerBuzz.com. But for a quick 30 minutes, a quick 30 minutes, you got a question, um, you can get a quick 30 minutes and get that done. Let's get this done. All right, guys. That's all I got for you. You know, I need you to do me one more favor. Okay, here you go. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.